It's Honey, You're Ruining Our Kid, the parenting podcast from the Irishman Abroad Podcast Network. And if you've survived Christmas, but the Xbox is ruining your family <laughs> life, you've come to the right place. If your kid recently found your dildo, you've come to the right place. If you feel like your other parent in your life is the favourite and you're being demonised, you've come to the right place because those are the three questions on today's show and that Tina like good we have a better start to 2024 they're um, mailbag like you plucked these Tina picks all the emails Tina's the one with the expertise in early learning early years severe behaviours 20 years in the business all signs of qualifications coming out her ears yeah. so she knows <laughs> what we need to be talking about and how we need to talk about them so you've obviously been sort of sifting through these yeah well and we've Christmas. gotten a lot over Christmas of course we did I mean it's the trickiest time of the year to be a parent and uh yeah, I chose these three because they're the most entertaining <laughs> to yeah. start off our new year on Honey, You're Reading Our Kid. And uh, of course, we've had loads of people get in touch who have been previously on the show to say that things are going well. And that always makes me really happy. But I'm so happy to be back. Yeah, and I I'm will really say this. I'm excited to do the episode. Uh, a, a big warm welcome to anybody who's signed up recently to premium Honey, You're Reading Our Kid on patreon.com forward slash Abroad. Over there, you get extra large episodes. And today's extra large episode, we're going to talk about one particular email uh, from a parent who can't get their kid to share anything. Can't, actually, can't get their kid to speak. Yeah, can't get about their, kid their to life. Talk. Yeah. About opening up. Massive problem. A lot of people feel like their kids are, you know, secret agents. They will not crack under interrogation. Oh, it's a struggle for us all. If you're feeling that, you'll definitely need to hear that extra large episode over on Patreon. It's how we keep the podcast going. It's a five or a month, no obligation to stay on. You just li- If you just want to sign up for one month, you can. But it is how the show works and how it continues and how we've managed to climb the charts, get to number one in the charts yeah. and enjoy two massive seasons. This is episode 16 and it's always a special one. Coming out of Christmas is always special because we survived you survived it we did it (laughs) listening to this might be your first time to breathe out yeah we uh, are always here for you during term time but of course we had our break too during Mm. but it never feels like a break i'm more exhausted now at the end of that holiday holiday inverted commas than I was at the start of it. Maybe I'm well, just forgetting how tired like I was. it was extra long this Christmas for the kids. Yeah. I mean, normally they'd be back around the third. It's the eighth tomorrow. That's five more days we've had to do. Oh my God. You ever <laughs> feel that tiredness in your shoulders? Yeah, I think every parent knows that tiredness. But uh, I don't know. I have such a buzz in my heart about doing the episode today. I like really miss doing it. We've got such a great community of people and I love hearing from you guys. So please don't worry about emailing in. I want to ask you really quick, Tina, because I know Uh-oh. that you've been approached like by a bunch of media outlets around this topic. Yeah. Tina gets invited to go on stuff all the time. Most of the time she doesn't have time to do it because of the commitment that this podcast to. is. And yeah, she's she reluctant to do it. About the issue of, would you call it, truancy, absenteeism in schools mm. today and since the pandemic, lots of people not sending their kids in as uniformly or as regularly yeah. as they would to schools. A big piece in the Sunday yeah, Times. We'll a, link a it really in the bio. good piece in the Sunday Times today from the Labour Education Minister, I think. 
And from the point of view of a woman who wasn't, didn't come from a very affluent family in England, had to go to the public schools and survive them and thrived at them and wants parents to remember that you got to get your kid to school if you want them to do well in life, you know? Now, if you're like me, you're listening to this going, uh, duh. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe for the first 10 minutes of reading this that this is a thing that people have to be told you got to send your kids to school Yeah, well, we know it's a thing because we get loads of emails from parents who are struggling to get their kids out the door because their kid is struggling with that separation anxiety about going to school and not being with mom. And actually... Or that, their kid just will not listen to them. Yeah, or their kid won't listen to them. But actually, I thought it was very brave in that Times article because that lady, that education minister said, I don't want to hear about the anxiety with your kids, you know, Okay, of course they can have it, but you got to push through it. You're the parent. You have to parent these kids and get them to school. And I think that was very strong and brave of her because those parents who are struggling with the kids who are feeling like they're anxious about going to school. If you don't have boundaries and consequences and rules in your house, you are in such a bad situation there because you will not be able to get your kid out the door. Or through the more difficult things that are on the way. I mean, it's so tough because I feel like there's been a really big misunderstanding of gentle parenting. And I'm all for positive reinforcement. I am all for not shouting at your child. I do not believe in punishing your child ever. But gentle parenting doesn't mean no boundaries, no rules, no consequences. In fact, the only way you can have this nice, peaceful kind of, you know, I listen to my kids, my kids have a voice, they listen to me, our house is full of respect, is if you have those rules in place. And unfortunately, what we're seeing and what I did see when I was, because this article is based on English schools and I worked in a really lovely English school, was a lot of parents weren't able to tell their kids what to do. Now, I, I was a lucky teacher in that school. We had an incredible headmistress who really cared about the kids this this way. Like she believed every child should get to school and she would go to the house. Herself. Or she, yeah, or she would send a teacher to the house and the teachers would go and help and get those kids to school. I wasn't even aware this was happening. Yeah, like yeah. I would see you go out the door to school and, you know, you would come home and say that they're having difficulty getting this kid into school. Yeah. I did not know that yeah, the no. principal would show up at the door. And this is a problem through Ireland and I know across America and wherever else in the world you're listening to this. But I doubt that anybody has the resources to be able to send a member of staff to get the kid. The school I was part of really cared about making sure that there was a surplus of adults. So all their budget money went on extra Uh, teachers, which is something most schools will not do. I want to ask you this. When the teacher would arrive at the house, Mm -hmm. were the parents not like this is a boundary cross? You can't come to my house. Oh, no, Gerald. Like if, if I decide not to send my kid to school today, that is my decision. Look, if it's the parent who feels lost and can't get their child to simply go to school, the child will just not listen. That parent is grateful for really? the help. They were delighted to they see them. They are so relieved that someone really? is having their back. And you do it in a very gracious way. Uh. Obviously... You will also have the parents who actually don't care mm. and that kid it doesn't have the support that, you know, That's rough. our kids are really lucky to have. Yeah. 
And in those cases, the reason my principal or the other teachers would go to those houses is because we knew they weren't getting fed if they didn't get to school that day. Jesus. Because, you know, in England, the kids are really lucky and they get the free meals. Yeah. So we were like, no, we got to get that kid to school. We have a responsibility Slip or there's out. no. And Jamie Oliver is on loads of work on this. Yeah, Marcus Jamie Rashford. Al- yeah, yeah, and Marcus Rashford. Jamie Oliver and Marcus, well, he lived it, yeah. knows that there are some kids who that's their meal. Get them to school, you know. And Marcus Rashford's mommy wasn't somebody who didn't support him, though. She just didn't mm. have the money. And they needed those school meals. Well, uh, you might see Tina around the place and talking about this. Yeah, you might. You might, you might not. You might not. <laughs> but if that's, this is an issue for you, get in touch with the show. Any yeah. issue you have. Irishmanabroadpodcast at gmail.com. Tina replies to every, yeah. every single one with a strategy, whether you want it on the air or not. But we'd prefer yeah. if you allowed us to talk yeah. about and it with the, on the air because it can help so many other people. Yeah, that's the truth. And with the anxiety one, if it's just your child not wanting to go to school or not thinking they have to, we've helped so many parents with that. Mm, that is a mm. common weekly I cannot wait one. for people to hear one of your emails back this week. Okay. About the bicycle. I know. I mean, right. Okay, let's get straight into it. Question number one for this week. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, welcome back. Happy and New Year. Happy New Year. Hi, Tina and Jar. I love your show. It's a total lifeline for me. Here's my issue. In our house, dad is the hero and I'm the villain. I feel like he readily supports and enables these feelings in my child. And when he denies it to me, I don't believe him. I feel like I'm being gaslit in my own home and I need your help with this. I get that they're friends. I get that they've got more in common with each other than me. But I need a united front to parent my child. How do I approach my husband on this and how do I get things onto an even keel and to where they need to be? Sincerely anonymous. You readily identify with this email. Well, I know you do. I don't think that you like gang up on me with Mikey or that you're secretly, you know, um, teaming up with him. But I definitely feel isolated from the. the well, let's be clear. Sometimes. Every parent at some point looks to their kid and rolls their eyes what? about their partner. Stop you it. have done it. No way I have not. You, you don't say to Mikey, oh, daddy's in a bit of a mood today because of... Yeah, no, I never have. say that. I might say to Mikey, I'm really sorry the way your father is speaking, <laughs> but he's in a mood, but I would never, like... Do you do that to me? No. Charlotte, you just said... Every- no. Uh, occasionally I've caught the two of you exchanging looks bullshit it's not bullshit that is bullshit Tina you need to put your hands up and just own this oh my god I will not you are the one it'll help this parent he looks to you the whole time no no oh, I've no. seen both of you do that that is not true that is just not true and I will not believe that well then Any he's time. looking to you to exchange the because no, no. he definitely does that with me he does it with he looks you to and me you to give exchange it to him the, I do not you do you do I do not you do no 100% you do I think that there's got to be moments in every household where your kid attempts to divide and conquer. Of course, but I would never allow that. And any time he's Neither tried to. Neither would I. Oh, I know the truth now. <laughs> I really feel for this woman. I would never, any time he's ever tried to complain about you or say something, I have shut it down and said, absolutely not. Every we do not time. every time. So you've entertained it. That's a lovely jar. Well done. Great parenting. There. No. No, no. Uh, look, as at best I can, 
Oh my God. <laughs> okay, can you just stop now? I feel like the queen in the crown when Diana comes to her and she's like, no, I have always defended you. I have fucking always defended you. Yeah, you the don't. queen was talking shite then. Well, I'm not. You don't, we don't know. <laughs> the crown is so weird. Like, it's all made up. It pretty much is. Yeah. Uh, look, this woman feels isolated and that's not a nice place. That's not good. And uh, she, Do you believe her when she, she's saying... I feel like I'm being gaslit in my house. Like, is, is it possible that her situation is your situation? That you think I'm doing it when I'm not? No, 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 Jared. You are gaslighting me right now. You're the one who said every parent has a moment when they Where do they this. exchange a look. And I said, you don't, not you me. You never, not I once, would, have you exchanged a look when I've been completely unreasonable? No, I will say to Mikey, daddy is being completely unreasonable. <laughs> okay, well, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, but I'm never slagging you off. I'm just being like, Oh, this yeah. guy is You being don't call cool. it slagging off, right? Okay. <laughs> Tina, you're doing exactly what I'm saying. Okay? You're doing exactly what I'm saying. You're just not calling it what I'm calling no, it. No, because I'm just being honest. Let's get to the start of this. But I'm not slagging you her, off. Her situation is she feels this is going on mm. behind her back. Yeah. But her other situation is that there's no denying that she can't be gaslit on mm. is that she is... The bad cop. And he's always the good cop going, oh, yeah. you can have some. Like, I understand yeah. that we can't read out every paragraph of the email because some of it's so personal. But this is a situation that a lot of parents find themselves yeah. in where one person has to be the baddie. Like, who was that? In, who was that in your family growing up? Or can you say that? Um, was your mom the harder cop or was your dad the, t- the tough guy? Or were they pretty united? I think they were pretty united that way. Definitely was my dad was the easy cop in really? our house. Definitely. Yeah, but I don't like that. You, like, I never even thought about that growing up. I really don't like the idea of bad cop, good cop. And a lot of the time I feel like I'm having to do the parenting while you're having the fun with our child. And if that's how that woman... I'm working on it. Yeah, I know. I know you are. And I'm really grateful for that. But if that's how that woman is feeling, I get it. It's not a nice feeling. And if she's always the one having to lay down the law, like I pulled you on it and you have stepped up and you have said, okay, today I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be the one to And so her situation is that... She's tried to pull him on it. I don't know if she knows what to say. And I feel like that's where we can help her today. Or I if feel... her husband is as afraid of her as I am of you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always think a healthy marriage needs a degree of, yeah. she's going to put my dick in a hair straightener <laughs> while I'm asleep at night. Yeah, well, I, w- I <laughs> to, would. If I don't sort this out. <laughs> no, I would never do that. Just two cinder blocks. Uh <laughs> Charlotte knows that I'm terrible. I don't have like a filthy mind or anything. But if you tell me a penis is about to get hurt, I will. She finds it hilarious. I will laugh so Pen- hard. Like I remember. Unless it's a kid. Or- doing. Uh, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Pena Pen- Pen- likes penis threats. <laughs> <laughs> and that's always where she goes to. Oh. <laughs> tie your Mickey to the spokes of a bike and start cycling it. I've never said that. Look, we're not helping here at all. This lady. <laughs> no, we are. We're not. Gina, this is the situation that we can best help with mm. because it's a situation we were in. We're still in there. And yeah, and we're still working through it. Yeah. But, but what, what I will I say. I was taking it on board when you said it because I recognised that it put you in a position where was no fun, Tina. Yeah, there was a wedge being driven. I didn't where think that. he was starting to go 
Well, it's you and me against her. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He'd be like, he, Charlotte would, he'd slag me off like in a jokey way and he'd join it. And I didn't like that yeah, at all. He's still kind of doing that. <laughs> let's be honest. Look, what I realized was that I also had to take a bit of the power back. Like, sometimes you assume these positions because the other parent has taken the other place Mm -hmm. but like that's not fair why do you get to be the fun one all the time so in times where i would have stepped in and helped i stopped doing that i said deal with it because that's really powerful because that was backfiring on me because you were wading in over the top helping you care of things when i needed to be the one to go "Mm -mm -mm." you were quite happy for me you were you were and she may be doing this too Mm. which is wrestling the dirty work yeah. From the good cop. Yeah. I'm going, let me take care of this. Yeah, let him let him have to deal with it. Yeah. Now, how yeah. do you do that if, say, dad isn't home as often as mom? Because some of these situations are driven by, oh, I just, dad isn't here that much. Yeah, I just well, don't want their time together, as brief as it is, to be in any way negative. Well, you but that's not real, is You it? don't want to get into that whole thing where it sometimes happens with parents where they're like, well, that's you. That's your time with him. Well, that's your yeah. That's your area and stuff like that. What I would say to her is that it, you know, if you're on your own with your kid and you have time with your kid, try in those times, not to be so strict. Try and you know puncture the day with fun moments and hugs and affection, mm. but make clear that there are rules and boundaries in your house and that if you do something, there's a consequence. But you always have time for the warning, so it's fair. You are a fair person. You gave them yeah. a warning, and they still decided. Yeah. Tina's big on these warnings. When Dad comes home, like you don't have to be like, "I'll show him" or anything like that. But you're not being mean to Dad. He is choosing how to interact with his child. If that results in some kind of chaos, let him deal with the chaos. Mm. You have done it all day. Yeah, so she, you think that she's actually coming in and when it all goes off the rails. I'd imagine she is if he's if she feels like he's not ever going to do that. Right. And if and he doesn't do it, that's on him too. But here's the other thing that I think you did in our situation of this. You kind of went, right, well, if I'm not going to wrestle every uh, consequential conversation from the fun Bobby of the, the parenting situation... You're also going to, as you said, as you just said, make sure Mm -hmm. that daddy or whoever the fun parent is, isn't the only person who does fun shit. Exactly. Like you cannot have a monopoly on the good stuff. Exactly. Which really tends to happen. Yeah. It's like you guys go off and do your thing. Mm. Where is your crack in this yeah and also i think when daddy has a few struggles with the kids behavior and you're not saving the day or the partner whoever they'll come to you and ask you what do you do and then that's a great opportunity for you to come together and be like it is hard don't use that opportunity to be like see i told (laughs) you but that is yeah that's easier said than done yeah but that's a great time to come together, make some rules, feel like you're in it together again, you know? Not such a hero now, are you? <laughs> doesn't love you that uh, much anymore. Oh, yeah. come to me when it's difficult. <laughs> but, it, uh, you know, equally, you might need some help in how to generate fun. 
Yeah, and also you need the dad to be like, tell your kid mom's loads of fun. I love your mother. She's so fun. I'm always saying these things. Let your kid hear you complimenting the other parent. You you are forever complimenting me too, Mikey. And I realized I wasn't doing it as much as I should. Yeah, I stamped my foot a bit about that. Yeah, that like, (laughs) it sounds crazy, but you do need to. You do. To spoon feed it to your kids. You know where your mom is right now? Yeah. She's preparing our dinner. No, not really like or, that, Charlotte. It's well, no, no, like, no. I, I think it does. Sometimes it's it's helping them reflect yeah. that. <laughs> what is she doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she's doing in the kitchen the whole time. Yeah, well, sometimes you you're go, in the kitchen. I'm not. You have to in. say, you know, your mother's really cool. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's really You're their guide. Yeah. Whoever you want them to like. If you've got a new babysitter coming into your house, make sure you spend a few days before that babysitter gets here going. <laughs> Tina did She's this. so cool. Well, I love Tina, that babysitter. I love that Tina did this. And we'll finish on this. Uh, the, the When Tina worked in a school in Oh, you can't keep bringing this up again. <laughs> She'd be the whole time telling the kids. That wasn't just Dublin. That's my thing. I do that all the time. What? You say to the kids. I'm on, isn't Mrs. Regan the best? <laughs> isn't Mrs. Regan the and best teacher? It would eventually isn't say Mrs. Regan so much fun? I learned that from Julie Myers. But you know what? They, on a more serious note, just to finish this one off, you, I get this mom's right. Like you need a united front yeah, in terms does. of she deserves that, but she know, can't go to it with anger. You're she both kn- parents, yeah. And as tough as it might be for a parent who's not home that much, whether you're the stay-at-home dad and you want. The mom should be the great crack when she comes home. You both have to occupy that role yeah, of disciplinarian. I, I, You're not their pal. Yeah, You're I their think, parent. Like, first of all, she thinks she's feeling not hurt, right? So I feel like for this mom, we'll end it on this, okay? So don't hmm. interrupt me. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm the fun part of this podcast. <laughs> I'm joking. I think that. Right. First of all, she's she really wants her husband to talk to her and talk about this, but that might not happen yet, okay? Because he's not seeing a problem because he's not suffering from the problem. Mm. So I really feel like if she could just pull back a little bit, obviously parent your child the way you parent while he's with you. But when your husband's around, don't intervene. Let, allow him to deal with it. Don't tell him that you're doing that. Just be like, fine, if that's how you want to parent our kid. Great, see how it works out for you. I'm not saving the day anymore. Hopefully, he will come to you and you can have a chat about it. What, you're saying that's not a good idea, but I think it is. I think it's a great idea, but I also think there's a possibility that when things go off the rails, that how he's dealing with it is equally as problematic. That he, the kid is like, no, I want to eat more cake. And he's like, well, you're not allowed well, I want some. And he goes, yeah. okay, well, then we'll have some cake. Yeah, and but you're going, you want? No, I think it's hard. It would be really tough for me to see that. But if I've decided in my head that I'm just going to allow him to deal with this, I would have to just go outside for a walk or something and be like, fine, you deal with that. So you play the long game. Yeah. And And then what? Like, dad's a pushover. You're not. That solidifies the position. 
don't think so. Because I think even after that little interaction that night, you could go, uh, I heard you having a tough time with him there, dear. You know, sometimes it's tricky, isn't it? You know, maybe we could, you know, you could broach that conversation again. Maybe we should come up with some rules. We could have a family meeting, sit mm. down, talk about the, the, you know, our rules, our consequences. I like your approach. I really do. But I think what worked for us. Yeah. Was with- actually you just being really clear with me. This isn't fair. Yeah, but this is w- just not fair. Yeah, well, we did. We have a very open relationship, as in I can. We like can, we see anybody, <laughs> as in we talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. And that, and that. I can't take for granted that this woman is able to talk to her husband like yeah. I can talk to you. Like, there's literally no, there's nothing that you don't know. Like, I'm not afraid to talk to you or tell you. Or if you're doing something wrong, I wish my you were. I wish you were a bit more scared. <laughs> that's my favorite thing. <laughs> Well, look, we'll find out how this lady gets on. Yeah, with maybe that was bad advice. I mean, I am a bit tired. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> My leg hurts. Casey, don't already know it, because I haven't already mentioned it. I am on tour at the moment yeah. with the Your Man stand up comedy show coming to the Olympia Theatre in Dublin woo, woo. next week for four nights. So excited. Absolutely sold out. What did you say I, next week? Yeah, when this goes out, it's next week. Oh, my God. That's yeah. terrifying. We'll be in Limerick on Friday, on Saturday night. That's sold out. I'm done drum on Sunday. That's sold out as well. But there's loads and loads of dates through the spring where I'm coming to your town, village, parish hall, or local theatre, uh, including parish Shepherd's hall. Bush Empire, the O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire, big London show on March 8th. I'm also going to add an extra show on March 7th in London. That'll be announced this week. Loads more. Just head over to our Instagram, Honey Rooney Our Kid, or my own Instagram to get more. Now, the second question of today's podcast is around the Christmas gift that goes wrong. Oh. What was the Christmas gift when you were a kid that you knew your parents regretted? What, what was the noisiest? Oh. I had a talking computer that uh, I just sound like such a richy rich kid. Yeah, there, right? you do. Like, uh, I don't know. My grandfather got me this yoke. It was one of the one of those computers that is like a learning tool that plays a lot of hangman like on that. it. Yeah. A B C D E <laughs> F G. And is that what you speak the, the way you do? Of Christmas, people had to hear the talking computer. Lower that thing for fuck's sake. <laughs> There is no volume on it. A, B, C, D. (laughs) (laughs) You have selected B. That's (laughs) hilarious. uh, Like, it was an incredible device, but they absolutely hated having it in the house, I'm pretty (laughs) sure. Um, This parent has produced an Xbox. I guess my dad got us an Atari. And that didn't go well. Well, we just... Addicted immediately. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) But back in the day, it was such a different addiction because you had to wait for it to load. And the Atari, was, was, it, was it a 2600? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I could have said anything there. Uh, yeah, if it was a Commodore 64, Oh, I we had it. that as well. Right. Oh, yeah. who's the Richie Rich kid now? <laughs> a fucking talking computer to learn maths on. She's like, oh, we had a Commodore 64 and an Atari. We all had Game Boys, of course. <laughs> Here's your question, Tina. Dear Tina and Jerry, I absolutely love the podcast and I actually missed loads of your episodes over the holidays. I found myself going back and re-listening to past episodes. Oh, legend. I really hope you guys know how many people you are helping. Oh. Here we go. We got 
an Xbox for the family oh, this Christmas. Oh, big mistake. <laughs> and no joke, it has made our home so unhappy. Oh. My kids are so stressed out, seem so obsessed with getting to play it. I regret buying it so much. We definitely caved to the peer pressure of all their friends having one. How can I get our family back on track? Any help would be appreciated. Anonymous. Asking the wrong people. Also, how, <laughs> <laughs> how many people are also going through that? Oh my God, we are too. We got our son an Oculus. Hmm? What were we thinking? I think it's working out great. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't <laughs> you see, slept I know, right I know since awful, he got it. An awful lot of these Xboxes <laughs> and things that are bought were also bought by dads who know I'll get a go on that. Yeah. And I, I can't wait. I still haven't had a go properly. I'm on pretty the sure the only reason we have gotten our son an Oculus is because Jarlett found out that you can watch, watch NBA, NBA games, games courtside. Yeah, and it's like you you're at the there game. looking around. But the damage it's done already. Now, I was on board because I couldn't think of anything that would blow his mind. And I thought, this will blow his mind. And I was in that Christmas thing of, I need to blow my child's mind. Yeah, which is so, so weird. Stupid. Hey, you went along with it too. <laughs> 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 but uh, we did blow his mind. And now his mind is falling apart in front of us. Because <laughs> no. he's going into different universe. I can't even well, put the well, Oculus on. Tina, it's we're too definitely scary. in a position to help here. Because yeah, we have the had. first few days were like that. But now things are back on track because of your skills and expertise in child behaviour. Yeah, well, like, that look, do, we're do lucky. Do not panic. Whatever yeah. you're going through, yeah, listen to this panic. now. Whatever the toy is that you've bought or whatever situation you find yourself in where you feel like my kid's gone off the rails mm. since Christmas Day, help is here. You're yeah. not the only one going through it. And Tina, I, I was amazed how you fixed this well i think like i just wanted sorry i was like let me talk <laughs> what i wanted to say was <laughs> pulling faces at me right just now put my tongue into the front of that's my that's not there. a nice thing to do Charlotte. Yeah, sometimes it's an appropriate okay face i feel like parents forget all the time that like just for one second step outside the back door or wherever and go hang on i'm in charge the kid's not in charge i'm the boss I'm the boss. boss. And it doesn't feel like that all no, the time. No, it doesn't. And once you remember that, then you can be like, okay, I say what's allowed mm-hmm. and that's the rules. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. you don't enforce them like, that's it. Everything's gone. You're being ridiculous. What you have to say is, I love this Xbox. It's so fun. Even if I you love it. having it in the house. <laughs> oh my God. Can you believe we have one? We're so lucky. Obviously, we can't play it all the time. We're back to school now. Back to school is a great time to be able to like limit mm-hmm. stuff like this. Back to school means we've got all our activities during the week and our homework. So it's going to be a weekend thing. And because I've been doing a lot of reading about brain development, and that's really important because mm-hmm. kids know they're being told all the time at school, there is going to be a two hour limit. Limit. On the on it, and I think that's fair enough. This is bullshit. What was the point in getting the Xbox? Okay, and you can say, well, we can just not play it at all. Can we do this or as a role play? <laughs> can we please? No, please don't do that to me. My leg hate really this, hurts. But I love it. Jared is a joke. Bullshit. Like two hours. What's the fucking point? Like. And you know what is amazing about these devices is that you can link them to your phone and the timer goes on. I love that because you are in control. I swear to God, if you pull the plug on me when I've made two hours of progress on my game, 
and I lose it because yeah, of you and your well, stupid parenting rules. Look, think of the positives of all of this. You're teaching them time management. You're teaching them to be conscious of time. Self-control. You're yeah, you're teaching them self-control. And you're still, the whole time, giving them something incredible. They should be grateful. Like you are, you have provided them with this. It's and amazing. They feel entitled to it. They feel entitled. You're allowed to have rules in your house. You're allowed to have consequences if those rules are broken. I do believe in always providing space for a warning before you come in with the consequence. Give your child a chance to change their mind and what they're about to do. But it is okay to have consequences. And I think, you know, they'll be mad at you for a little while, but there's a part of them that's kind of relieved. Because they don't like feeling out it's of control. Not nice. It's not, a, it's nice not a good feeling. I was addicted to the NES. People may know, remember the the yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System before the Super Nintendo. There was the NES machine, and I was fully hooked. Yeah. And I did not like that feeling of no, being it's not a nice obsessed feeling. and kind of antsy about getting yeah, and to you go can't, on you it. can't sleep you can't because i was addicted to tetris i didn't have a nintendo switch but i had like a tetris thing okay. and like honestly i think being fair and laying out rules and stuff is so kind to your child because you know what like i was addicted to that fair enough i was getting up during the night and i was on it and my dad came in <laughs> took it and fired it out the window and that, <laughs> that broke my heart i love i was that your dad. i think i'm still angry about that <laughs> from the house. i am st- it went into someone else's it's garden gone never seen again it went out the window of the house yeah and i just think that like i deserved help or something like instead it left me very cross i was angry you ripped the band-aid and also i had to like it was cold turkey like that was not healthy for me (laughs) (laughs) i was missing my tetris (laughs) one thing i will say just as a side note in praise of the oculus over the xbox is the oculus if people don't know what an oculus is yeah it's it's one of those yokes where you put on like ski goggles and you're in the computer it's so scary it's virtual reality i was in darth vader's castle like i was (laughs) in in it i was so afraid i was like i gotta get out (laughs) she's literally just screaming (laughs) running around that I was terrified. She's like running into walls. <laughs> Let me out of here. All she has to do is sk- take off the goggles. <laughs> it was one of the best things that's happened this Christmas. But like, you can only do 15 minutes yeah. of it. Yeah. And like, I think it kind of enforces the uh, break. The kid goes, I can't be in here any longer. No. And, and they luckily, get out. our kid, like, we've had, you know, I hate. Xboxes, Nintendo Switches and all this jazz but I just don't feel like you can escape them like you know yeah. you can't not let your child yeah, be so part of the world beat yourself up about the peer pressure yeah thing. so like I'm not like don't yeah I what am I trying to say here if you don't allow your kid to have these opportunities they are going to obsess about them and seek them mm. out somewhere else mm-hmm. so what are you doing you're providing them in your home it is okay to have rules. Now, we've always had rules in our house about time limits and days that you're allowed to do it. Mikey never fails to take the piss on holidays. He has his own set of rules for that. And we're like, fair enough. As long as he doesn't go over two hours, you know, we're all on our holidays, what else? But like, it really is the only way, I think. It's mm-hmm. the only way forward. Having really clear, strict rules about it. Yeah, and look, like you say... In reality, we're now living with a generation mm. that were raised with video games. Yes. They are part of their lives. Yeah. They're grown men that game in the evenings and it's how they remain in contact with yeah. their friends. Yeah. 
there is a social side to it and it's inescapable in the same way as teaching them to type is going to be important yeah, like I, but the, tina the the rules she'll be looking to you now this okay. person who sent this email and other people in similar situations is mm. well what's acceptable what like well, what is the right amount of time is that very specific to the household yes it is it's what works for your family definitely okay because we all have incredibly different schedules so of course it's but the application of it is what's uniform so you decide what works for your family what days what What how many hours yeah and you stick to that never waver the minute you do the minute there's any wriggle room they'll always try and seek out more time and more games here's a here's a difficult question that i've often wondered in relation to our own Hmm. is can you use that time Hmm. As leverage. Look. To get better behavior from your kid. I'm adding five minutes. Oh, no. You no, no, no. laid no, no. the table tonight. No. But I do think you can use the device as leverage. Like just as I said no. that, I was like, this is genius. No, it's really not. <laughs> that is not genius because why should shit they should be already doing be rewarded with extra time do you want a cookie? <laughs> no, that's not good. But like it's either you lose it or you have it. So I do think that if they've done something terrible, you can come in with a warning and say, okay, if you don't stop, I'm so serious right now that you are going to lose any time on the Xbox this Friday. Now I'm warning you, that is the consequence of this if you keep going. That's perfect. But but that's all very well and good in a one child house, but in a multi child house Mm -hmm. where, as she said, she bought the Xbox for the family. Yeah. Is it the... Is there punishment for each of the kids or is it we're all part of a community here if you guys can't get along? But I didn't do anything wrong. This is what I'm saying. A yeah. kid going, well, I didn't do anything wrong. Why am I getting the Xbox taken away from well, me? Well, I don't think the Xbox should be taken away with that kid. Why can't the other kid just busy himself doing something else? Right. So you would say yes. Yeah. That if one kid had acted in the pup during yeah. the week. And that's even better lived consequence. Not only does he not get it, he has to see someone else enjoying it. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. You haven't done, had to do shit. You gave them the warning. You told them what was going to happen. They decided to still do it. They lost the Xbox. Now they're really seeing. I can really see a theme emerging <laughs> in today's show. And that is clarity. Yeah, clarity. Consequence yeah. and clarity. Mm. Our next question is about dildos. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how you're you need get clarity the, with those clarity two. Those. <laughs> Tina and Jarth, I am a honey you're reading our kid addict. I tell everyone to listen to it. Over Christmas, anytime I saw a child misbehaving, I would later ping over a link to your pod to the parents. Aww, oh, that's, that's a dangerous move. Brave move, but <laughs> so, thank you. But hopefully uh, that went well. You guys are doing such invaluable work. My problem is a strange one. <laughs> We all know what's coming. We do. I just need some guidance on how to navigate it. I'm sorry for laughing. It's I'm never laughing at you. It's just the scenario that I'm reading in this email. (laughs) My 12 year old girl found my dildo, which is obviously some form of sex toy. I'm not familiar with the terminology that people are using today. Uh, And mine. I don't know what that says there. And my... Naughty drawer. Oh, she has like the man drawer. She has a drawer of 
fun adult stuff. Yeah, well, every mom has or woman has one of those. You okay? <laughs> she really mean? I think she just means she where said, she puts her pants and stuff. Okay, right. She said she was looking for a pair of tights. She's not a hundred percent sure what to think, and I'm not sure how to talk to her about it. I mean, okay, well, my gut would be don't. Oh, no. Well, oh, you <laughs> know I'm the opposite just of you. never <laughs> pretend it never happened and This move is on. an opportunity. This is an opportunity for, for this mom. horrendous awkwardness. No, what's awkward if about it? you were that 12-year-old girl, I bet you're praying she never brings this up. Uh, well, if that's the way it is, that's fine. But if she has questions... Be ready to just answer them with honesty. She's never going to ask the questions. Why do you think that? This mom's email is, this happened. Mm. How do I move forward when I know she must be thinking all sorts? That's the question. Am I wrong? Well, I would think that, okay, if this happened and the daughter is like freaked out about it, was not saying anything, that's grand. Leave it. If this happens, the door's freaked out and she's asking loads of questions or she's so awkward okay. that you feel like you have to broach it. Broach it. Get the questions going. Open it up. So your This attitude, is an opportunity. Okay. Your attitude with all of this stuff, even if people want to go back and listen to the episode where the kids walk in on the parents having all kinds of sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, your attitude was, what? I'll tell you exactly what yeah. we were doing. Why would we ever put the shame on these things that was we were we had to grow up with mm-hmm. there is nothing shameful about having a dildo that woman has needs and she is fulfilling them i think people with that. prefer the term sex toy okay you said dildo <laughs> dildo is what's in the uh, uh i wonder um, was it dill was it plural was it dildos was it dildi dildi oh it sounds um, like she's singular naughty drawer with well, what do you bras say? and pants and stuff in it that's a nice opportunity to bring your child shopping. There's nothing if naughty you think about bras that drawer. And pants are all that could be in that drawer, Tina. <laughs> you clearly don't have a naughty drawer. Okay? Like when she says the naughty drawer, there could be fucking anything in there. Okay, but still, there's no shame in right, whatever's again, in that drawer. I'm just, I'm still shamed, right? Well, yeah, we all clearly, have to shake off our Catholic guilt. Sure. But, but there's Tina, nothing what, wrong. Well, then you tell me, what does she start with? How does she say, she's looking for advice on how to navigate this. Your advice is, answer any questions she has. Yeah. Ask her about it. Talk through it. But what do you say? Well, first you say... Look, I know you're in my drawer. You're in my room and you went into the wrong drawer, a very private drawer where I keep some of my personal things. Uh, do you want to ask me about any of them? Like, is there anything on your yeah, mind? Yeah, what was that gigantic penis shaped thing? That is a dildo. Uh, have you ever heard of a dildo? Uh, talk yeah, I've through. heard of it, but uh, I've never thought my mom would have one. Yeah, well, you know, you don't think about these things when you're your age, but as you get older, sometimes women do buy these extra things to help them out with how they feel sometimes in the bedroom. Different how do they needs. feel in the bedroom? Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah, meeting different needs, you know. You know, what needs? I know you're learning a lot about sexual education at school, and we're living in a very exciting time where women are allowed to help. You're just enjoying well, this no, way What are you doing with that in your drawer? Well, sometimes I... What do you do with it? Masturbate. 
You know, you've learned about masturbation at school. What's wrong with you? Why are you so shy? I just, I am obviously a real prude. But I am just fine. The role play aspect of today's episode is fantastic. I got you to I, say it. Why do you, what do you do with that thing? I just like playing a role. But you know what kills me? I really what? hate that huh? still I didn't in, do anything. no, not you, okay. still in schools when they're doing sex education and stuff, there's a whole focus on masturbation and boys and all this why are girls still not learning that yeah you're allowed to masturbate do that too. too there's no shame in it like mm. there's no well, shame I don't know I've not been in that chat or in yeah. those classrooms is that still the way it is well I feel like it is I feel like it so is so you would actually say to her that's what I use that yoke for yeah how do you use it well if she asks that question you just tell her you have to be ready to go there why not you would say you're you're too young you don't you know you're too she is she's 12 years old She's a dildo. <laughs> that would be I don't wrong. know. But you're saying There's that they should age. be teaching kids, to, girls to masturbate the same as they talk about it with boys. Yeah. But, but you're I mean, saying she's too young. She's too young to, to, put, to use well, a dildo. No, huh? you see, I don't, I'm not sure that you're familiar with what else those yokes do. But a lot of them are just for what you're describing. Which is just... <laughs> it's getting awkward now. Because oh, yeah. No, it's it's really getting awkward because I think... You know, if you are going to say to her, I use that thing mm, for, to have fun with yeah. myself. Yeah. <laughs> you were nice headed down the path of, you can do it as well. <laughs> and I just think, like, I can, I totally get this. I don't this. think you're heading down that path because you can say when you're a little bit older, this is something that will right. be available to you. And I think that your advice here is really solid, right? I but just, I think that this mom needs to have a script ready. No, she doesn't, though, Charlie. We do. We don't know what how the child is approaching this. I'm telling you right now, if that kid doesn't bring it up, don't bring it up. Okay. If that kid does bring it up, just be ready to answer whatever questions come up. So if the kid doesn't bring it up, but is really weird with you for the next while. Yeah. Still That's, don't bring it up. That is up to you. Right, okay. But I don't think there's anything wrong with not bringing it up, but just still not being weird with your daughter or acting weird. And if it comes up in time, being ready to answer right. it. Well, here's my suggestion. I think what she needs to say to her is, listen, you were in my stuff. Mm. Don't ever go in there again. <laughs> <laughs> no, hear me out. Don't ever go in there again. That's my stuff. We have to respect each other's boundaries. Okay. That's my stuff. That's my private drawer. You're not to go in there. I won't go in yours if you don't go in mine. Do you have any questions about the stuff that you saw? Like you say, if she says no, well, I just want you to know there's nothing scary in there. All it is is stuff I use to have fun with your father. Okay. And myself. I don't mind that so much, but I don't like the idea that you would go, that's my stuff. Don't go near my stuff. Why not? Nah, come what, on. What, Tina? You've got to have respect for boundaries. Yeah, but She's got to have a place a in nicer, her room that you're not yeah, allowed in. No, and so not. am I. 12-year-old children do not get to have places in their room. <laughs> I disagree. No. You should be reading her not. diary. What are you talking about? You disagree. You want to, you're all for putting cameras in kids' rooms. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I am there. Those are there as a precautionary method. No. No, in no, no. In case no, no. they ever lock themselves in there and I can't see what's going I agree that there's a way on. to say, you went into a drawer that you weren't supposed to go in. Don't fucking go in there No, nah, come on. Now you're being aggressive. There I'm needs not. to be an open 
conversation I'm, here. I'm not. I'm not. I she, don't think she went into a drawer that she was not meant to go into. Tina. Yeah, but you're attaching shame to that drawer, and no, I'm telling you, I'm, not. I'm attaching she, privacy to no, it. No, no. But privacy gives way to feeling like there's something wrong with that drawer. Mm. If the mom just is like, mm, not if you, you went into that drawer, I keep some drawer. nice things in there, some personal things. Do you have any questions about it? If you ever do, come to me with them. I don't mind answering them. If she doesn't, fair enough. But don't attach shame. Okay, there's been right, too so, much shame attached okay, to well, so. Again, I know I'm trying to ask all the questions that this mom yeah. wants answered. Hypothetically, I don't know what she exactly she wants. Yeah. But I am... Uh, aware maybe more so than you of how she is catastrophizing what yeah. could potentially get asked one of the questions that she could get asked is can i have one of those and you can say when you are 16 or older absolutely 16 i'd isn't imagine a bit of an arbitrary age well that is the age isn't it why can't i have one now well they're just not available for your age they you know the research shows that they're for children Young women age this age. I'm not in charge of the rules. Those are the rules. Okay. Those are the rules. Don't mess with the rules. Okay. <laughs> what? That's it. You can't give your 12 year old a dildo. You just can't. Hey, don't Wait, anyone do that. that in the trailer for this episode. <laughs> You can't do that. So don't do that. Okay. Um, don't do what Donnie don't do. Well, don't. you know, communication is the center of today's episode. And that's where we're about to head with our final part of the show over on patreon.com forward slash Irishman abroad. You can come over because this is a topic that covers all age groups, whether your kid has just started Montessori and you're trying to find out what the hell is going on in there yeah. and they just won't tell you or whether they are a 15-year-old who recently bought their first dildo and won't tell you how it's going. <laughs> how yeah. do you get your kid to communicate with you? Okay. It's a big, big question. And it's one we're going to cover over in the Excel episode uh, on patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad. Tina, thank you so much for this yeah, episode, thank you. even though I feel like you're a little bit mad at me about this last question. I'm not but mad we'll at sort you. that I, out over I'm there. I'm worried. Like, I'm like, oh, God, I hope I'm not giving that my <laughs> Not at all. But uh, I love today's episode. Thank you so much. And we'll also look back on some of the feedback that Tina's gotten on some of the previous uh, questions that she's received and answered. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and thanks to Go Loud for supporting this podcast uh, make sure to rate, comment and subscribe to it wherever you are that's how we climb the charts and recommend it to anyone you can at Drop Off and we'll talk to you yeah, next week you or over on Patreon okay thank you guys thanks, thanks.